Hello, this is Katie Simone, founder of SoulEvolutionCenter.com. Its mission is to help you evolve into your best life. I am an author, speaker, and workshop facilitator on various uh, custom spiritual and metaphysical topics. I started uh, this show, the Soul Evolution Center show, in June of 2015, and I use it as a platform to share spiritual and metaphysical knowledge, resources, and channelings I have done from light beings. I also use it to share some of my out-of-body experiences. I had a spiritual awakening in 2009, and from, from that I developed the ability to have some lucid dreams during my sleep state at night. And so I began to uh, share these experiences on my blog, which is part of my website, soulevolutioncenter.com. And also I started sharing some of these, uh, the more unusual out-of-body experiences on, on this show. I also have a YouTube channel called Soul Evolution Center Show, where you can also view uh, some of my YouTube videos um, on these topics. Please feel free to subscribe to this uh to these episodes on Block Talk Radio and also to my Soul Evolution Center show on YouTube. And so today what I'm going to do is share uh, an out-of-body experience that I had in the early morning state. Um, and when I woke, it was about 3.51 a.m. And I know this because I looked at the, the digital clock on my nightstand. And I want to share this uh, specific out-of-body sequence because it was one in which I viewed uh, another, other human beings' interdimensional lives. And that is one way that I experience out-of-bodies. Uh, since I started having lucid out-of-bodies, since my spiritual awakening, I started compiling um, differences and consistencies and patterns in my out-of-bodies um, in order to help others maneuver, navigate, and understand their own out-of-bodies. For me, my out-of-body experiences occur during my sleep state in this altered state of consciousness when I'm very relaxed. For other people, it can occur during meditations. But for me, it naturally and spontaneously occurs during my sleep state. You can learn about more about my spiritual awakening on my website under the tab Meet Katie, and that's on soulevolutioncenter.com. I won't go into the details about my spiritual awakening of 2009 here, but I have done that in detail in earlier episodes of this uh, show. And so uh, what I mean by out-of-body experiences is that when we are in a very relaxed state, usually for most people they have to be in a relaxed state, an altered state of consciousness, and for many people that occurs during their sleep state naturally, what happens is your, your consciousness starts to relax, your ego no longer exerts the dominant control that it has during the day. And a, one level of your consciousness is free to roam and explore other dimensional realms. Um, and when you have these type of experiences, you will know immediately that these are different, unique experiences, unlike, a, unlike what has been referred to as a dream. And I really don't believe in the concept of, of dreams as being uh, purely your imagination. Uh, I believe there many times are much deeper than that. So I refer to many of my dreams as out-of-body experiences. <clears throat> 
And so what happens is um, it's important to understand that we are existing on the third dimensional plane of reality, which is the earthly dimension. And everything we see, everyone we interact with on a physical level is also existing on a third dimensional frequency, is vibrating on a third dimensional frequency. If you think of it in terms of physics, you can say we're on the, 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 uh, the, the third dimensional frequency wave of vibration. However, there are other dimensional realities and they exist concurrently and simultaneously at the same time that we are existing on the earthly plane. It's just that many of us are not psychically acute enough to perceive these other alternate dimensions of reality, um, especially in our waking state. However, there are some human beings like mediums who communicate with the spiritual realm, the spiritual dimension, and they are actually able to either perceive um, and sense um, with their psychic senses or actually see with their physical eyes other levels of dimensional reality like the spiritual realm where they may actually see spirits or apparitions. And I'm talking about those that are mediums. They have developed uh, senses in that way. I'm only using that as an example to illustrate how there are different dimensional realities that occur simultaneously on the one that we are currently existing in. And what I realized uh, during my spiritual awakening of 2009 that in my sleep state, I naturally visit these other dimensional realities that are vibrating in different frequencies. And when I'm in my sleep state, I'm able to uh, sense and perceive, interact, participate, and observe in these other dimensional realities. <clears throat> and in these other dimensional realities, there are human beings such as ourselves, and they're having their existence, existences just as we are having on the earthly plane. And so you can say, and I'm telepathically hearing, I'm a visitor. And uh, what happened is during my spiritual awakening, I realized I had the ability to receive information telepathically at times. I don't receive a 24-7, a constant download. But at times, I'm able to hear thoughts inside my head and my own thought voice that are not my own. And that's telepathic communication. And this is when I just heard and shared that I am a visitor to these other dimensional realms. <clears throat> So I go there to visit, to observe, um, sometimes to participate, uh, sometimes to help and to be a sort of social worker or, or missionary. And um, in fact, one of my out-of-bodies that I had yesterday, I was counseling a group of young, uh, I want to call them high school students, about um, how to stay happily married. And I was giving them my own experiences with that, what qualities are necessary to sustain and maintain a happy union, because I have, in reality, been married for many, many years. And so I was giving these um, teenagers uh, spiritual counseling of sorts in that arena. So that's one of my uh, functions, and, and perhaps some of yours as well, to provide help or counseling, some sort of assistance in these other dimensional realms. <clears throat> And again, these are human beings that are having their own day-to-day -day interactions, but sometimes there are differences. There may be unique uh, technology there 
unique type of cars, uh, vehicles, transport vehicles. There may be unique type of types of animals that they have as pets. There may be unique types of uh, vegetation and flowers, uh, but they may still have uh, buildings and streets and cities. But sometimes um, during um, your participation, you notice that there are slight differences. And um, I usually do try to uh, chronicle uh, those differences either on my blog or here on this platform. <clears throat> and, and this is what I wanted to bring out uh, in this morning's out-of-body experience, which occurred during my sleep state naturally. And what happened was I became lucid. And what that means is I started to remember and retain information about my dream state or my out-of-body state. And when I became lucid, I found myself lying in a bed in an unknown room. And there was a, there was a male laying next to me. And let me just explain that many times in out-of-body experiences, this is how I become lucid. I become lucid in an, an unknown bedroom, lying in an unknown bed, and uh, sometimes there are people uh, sleeping with me physically in the bed. And that is all that is happening. It is just a, uh, a total physical interaction, which I mean nothing sexual. And, and I, I feel that represents that, and it, it is a symbol to my own subconscious that is letting me know that I'm having an out-of-body experience and is symbolized by this whole type of beginning scene with, with the bedroom scene. And as soon as I, uh, I opened my eyes and I realized I was laying in an unknown uh, bedroom with uh, this unknown man laying next to me, immediately I had a knowingness. And this is another common attribute you may experience in an out-of-body. You have a knowingness of what you're doing there, why you're there. You can say it's a, a type of sense. And though you may be there in, in a, such a, for an unusual reason, at the time you experience it, it, you're very comfortable with it. I like to share my observations in this manner and break it down to these teaching moments. And so you can start looking at your own out-of-bodies uh, and perhaps using some of my structure and foundation to uh, analyze your out-of-bodies um, in this respect. Um, so I do like to draw these, uh, these, these consistencies and bring them up to your attention. And so, uh, again, I had this per, uh, knowingness, this perception of why I was there and why this man next to me was there also. And it was that we're both uh, participants in some kind of uh, show. Uh, there were contestants. And this type of show that we were in, um, as guests, we were, uh, you could say, it was a show like Jeopardy, where we would have to uh, show our level of knowledge on trivia information and had and this show specifically had something to do with your level of IQ and both he and I were contestants in this show and so as I was laying in the bed I had that immediate you can say download um, that knowingness that this was my role in this dimensional reality as well as his and next thing you know a woman comes into the room and she's an, uh, a woman perhaps in her early 50s with dark hair, a little overweight, a matronly figure, and she wants to communicate with the man uh, lying next to me, and she has something to show him. And I can tell she wants to engage him, and she, she, they know each other. They have a relationship. 
and not necessarily a romantic relationship. I realized that he is her physical therapist. I just know this, and this is what happens in these out of bodies. You have these type of um, knowingnesses. He is her physical therapist, and she was his patient, and he had done, um, you know, he had practiced his his uh, his trade on her, uh, as a way to put it. And then I realized that in her hand was a plastic bag, a Ziploc, and she had three or four different types of pills. And they were actually some sort of drugs, like hallucinatory drugs. And then I realized that their relationship was more than just a physical therapist with a patient, that they actually developed this relationship and they would do these drugs with each other. And so again, I'm just observing this, and to be honest with you, him and her are not really paying any attention or are my, my, my mindful of me. I'm sure they saw me, but they just seem to be ignoring me and having this interaction right across from me like this. And so she, she convinces him to go with her to do dr their drugs together, these pills. And then next thing you know, I am observing them. They're sitting in straight back chairs facing each other. And the scene has changed uh, very quickly. And this is another common aspect of out of bodies. All of a sudden you go from one scene to another and it's very spontaneous and it's automatic. And when you are in the scene, you don't even question it. But if you happen to be lucid and you can remember the details, Upon looking back at it, you might say, wow, that was a quick scene change. That was exactly what happened. And so my perceptual view changed. And now they're in front of me, sitting across from each other in these chairs, and they're uh, taking their pills. And I realized I heard the word uh, Vicodent. And it was like a small blue pill, light blue pill. And I realized the physical therapist was going to be uh, taking the Vicodent. And uh, and then I also looked at the physical therapist and I realized he was very normal looking. He had a human form and he had brown hair, a mustache. He was kind of tall, probably six feet tall, slender built. And I realized that he didn't have normal arms. He, it was almost like he had that condition. I'm sure you, some of you have seen this on TV or even in real life uh, where Instead of having an elbow and a forearm and a bicep, his hands, his fingers, were coming right out of his shoulders. You see, like this. And you know, sometimes that hap that has happened in the past when um, um, pregnant mothers were subject to uh, high toxins during a pregnancy, and um, their the fetus that they were carrying then um, has serious birth defects and so that's what that reminded me of even in the moment I was as I was viewing it he he had his um, hands coming out of his shoulders like that and I had the thought at the time I wonder how he does physical therapy how can he can he do his manipulations and maneuver his patients when he, he has this type of uh, uh, deformity so I did have that thought. And that's what happens too during out-of-bodies. As you're viewing the scene before you, and if you're lucid enough, you might actually question and start to ponder and contemplate certain aspects of the out-of-body that seem highly unusual to you. Um, 
And again, these people, I don't even know if they noticed I was there, but I was totally viewing their interaction with each other. And I call that a vignette. I'm viewing a certain aspect of their life as it unfolds. And I'm not a player. I'm not engaged. I am simply an observer. And and then again, I notice um, that this uh, his patient has a, a plastic bag, and there's two really big pills um, in them, and uh, almost like huge vitamins. And I, I one of the pills was actually cut off a part of it. It was like she was only using parts of that pill for their drug use, perhaps because it was so strong, so she would only use one quarter of the pill or the capsule um, when they were doing their, dr their drugs together. And so then the scene changes again very quickly. So now this marks the second quick scene change in this out-of-body sequence. I just like to count and note it just for my own records and to let you know how many times what, what are the, some of the possibilities for to have these type of scene changes. Next thing you know, I'm viewing a part of a beach area and there's uh, two women. And one of the women is the physical therapist's uh, patient. Uh, she, again, she was a matronly woman with the short dark hair, almost like on a bob. And she, and she was there with another woman. And to be honest with you, they looked about the same age. And I thought, I thought I couldn't tell whether they were mother and sister or two sisters. And this other woman was holding a baby, uh, only a few months old. And I'm viewing this scene on the beach from a distance of perhaps 20 to 30 feet away. It's like I had almost an aerial view. And that is a, a, another common aspect of out of bodies. Sometimes you're viewing the vignette, the unfolding, from a different uh, perceptual perspective. Sometimes from right above, like an aerial view from the side. Sometimes you're only a few feet away. Sometimes you're 10 or 15 feet away. And I have a feeling this is all done intentionally uh, on some level that my spirit wants to have, wants to experience these type of uh, observations. And and I'm curious now as I'm viewing them, like, what is the significance of the baby? Whose baby is it? Both these women seem to be um, older in their 50s, so I doubted that it, they were the, the mothers. And next thing you know, um, uh, another young woman comes into the scene, and she's perhaps 15 or 16 years old. She has long blonde hair. She's slender. Uh, she's wearing shorts. And to be honest with you, from what I sensed from her, let me just say I don't think that she had uh, a lot of um, abundance, that perhaps she was uh, low on her financial funds and um, maybe lower blue collar. Those are the impressions and perceptions I've had of her just immediately. And she didn't seem to ha have a high energy level, like she was a little slow or something. Next thing you know, I, hear, I heard one of these matronly women say, and they're still on this sandy beach, and I'm still about you know, 20 feet away viewing this. One of the women says, let's do Michael Jackson's Thriller. 
Next thing you know, I hear, start to hear a Michael Jackson song, Thriller, and um, all three women, the two older ladies and the younger teenager, they start breaking out and they start mimicking Michael Jackson's moves from his video, the, the Thriller, if you are familiar with that. And it was, so you can see how this uh, out of body took a surreal fantasy turn. And they start doing the moves and um, in synchronicity with each other. It's like, it's almost like they were used to doing this. They had done this many times before. Like it was a sort of line dance. And to be honest with you, I don't know what happened to the baby at that point. I don't remember them dancing with the baby. I think the baby just disappeared. And they were so uh, very talented in doing their moves together in a synchronistic uh, fashion. And then next thing you know, the teenager girl, um, she does this thing where she does a sort of gymnastic move. And in gymnastics, I would say I would call it a walkover. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's when you actually almost do something like a cartwheel, but you do it with a, with a back bend. And she does that. And I realized that she's a very, has, is very uh, flexible and had been like a gymnast in uh, her earlier childhood years that she was able to do that move so easily. Um, but again, um, she didn't do it with a lot of uh, pizzazz or anything. It was like she was tired. I think she was drained. And so that was how uh, the scene ended with them, uh, all three of them participating in this surreal uh, dance uh, sequence um, from Michael Jackson's Thriller. And to be honest with you, uh, on a, on a, on the, in the real life, I, I enjoyed that song from my, Michael Jackson, but I don't have a, uh, a predispensation to it and I don't have a clo closeness to it. So when I woke up um, from this out of body, that's how it ended. I uh, looked at the clock and it was 3.51 a.m. And I immediately start having these telepathic communications inside my head with my guides, uh, my higher self to, to learn what, what it was that I had just experienced. I want to find out more information so that I can chronicle it and also to understand why I was there. And so I started asking telepathically, uh, why was I there? What was the purpose? And I, and I heard telepathically back, parallel universes. I heard that twice and I heard that clearly. It was in my own thought voice. So I took that as validation to me that I am visiting other dimensional realities in these parallel universes. And then, um, and then I was saying, well, what was the purpose? Was this, like it seemed like such a nonsensical uh, observation. I was really viewing this professional, the physical therapist, kind of doing drugs or pills with a matronly woman. And then I'm um, like, of all things to experience and to view, well, how come I viewed that that sequence? And um, and then I heard telepathically in my own thought voice that I meant because I teach and share it. And so I feel the reason why I viewed that sequence and that interdimensional figment of other beings' lives, one part of their lives, was because uh, I do have this role of being a teacher and sharing information about out-of-bodies and chronicling it. And now I'm hearing the phrase, um, as above, so below. 
So I feel that the takeaway uh, and the purpose was that for me to share this with you, to let you know and for hopefully for you to acknowledge that there are other dimensional realities and that there are human beings that have similar challenges that we do here on the earthly plane where they may have um, addictions or maybe doing casual drugs, just like on the earthly plane. And, um, <clears throat> and so I know that sometimes some people that I've met in the spirituality world of South Florida that are in the field, they believe that the earth is very unique in some of its challenges and that we may be very violent human beings because we don't have world peace. But I am showing you here with this ex uh, example that I experienced myself personally through my out of body that these type of interactions, these, this type of social life or however you want to put it occur on other dimensional realities as well. We are not the only um, beings that experience these type of realities. Uh, okay, so that, that's the major takeaway uh, from, um, from my experience. And I hope that it was uh, clear to you uh, what I want to share or what I want to bring forth. And this type of out-of-body where I, I am just totally observing um, other human beings interact, their unusual interactions, uh, is a common one for me. I've experienced that, that before uh, regularly, so this is not unique. Um, sometimes I'm actually engaging and uh, actually interacting with them, but in this specific one, I'm basically a viewer, an observer, and now I'm hearing the word like a sociologist. And another, uh, another phrase I heard telepathically when I asked for guidance as to what, a, what are the purposes of these uh, encounters or interactions or observations that I'm having, I heard the word Im embedded reporter. Um, so I, I, I took that to mean that I, on some level, in my sleep state, during my out-of-bodies, I act as an embedded reporter. You know, like the embedded reporters um, that go overseas and actually are with the troops during wars and conflict, and, they, and they, they don't participate in the actual military maneuvers, but they're just there to um, make note and, and have a record, and then they... Uh, chronicle and write up their their observations and then they and then they share it with the public and so I did hear that once um, telepathically uh, at, uh, that I was a sort of embedded reporter or I'm not involved but I'm there to to report back and so that is one of my roles and functions um, in this lifetime and that is one of the reasons why I started uh, the show, the Soul Evolution Center show, and my YouTube channel, Soul Evolution Center YouTube, is to share and chronicle and document uh, my experiences um, in order for others to learn, understand, and realize uh, other aspects of our lives and of interdimensional realities. 
one time telepathically I heard the word that I was a documentarian that I meant to uh, document uh, my experiences and I do uh, I do that as uh, much much as I can and uh, also in the beginning of my spiritual awakening in 2009 I telepathically heard to chronicle uh, my experiences in expository fashion, like with detail. An expository fashion means you kind of write exactly how things unfold, like you're a reporter. <clears throat> and so I do attempt to, to do that here with my multi-dimensional experiences in my out-of-bodies. Well, I hope that was helpful to you. Uh, I hope that um, what I want what I want to come across is that we are multidimensional beings and that there are other levels of existence besides the earthly plane that we exist on and we can touch those other lives in our altered state of consciousness and that we are so much more than our physical conscious life um, that we exist on multiple parallel dimensions and I have experienced this many times, and I have blogged and shared it here on this program. In understanding and embracing this, you begin to look at your lives differently. Um, you begin to look at your life at, as that of one of being an evolving soul. You realize your existence here is so much more than what I thought it, it was. And it took the event of my spiritual awakening to really have that permeate my being and our multidimensionality as it comes through in our outer bodies is, is just one way for us to understand that we are all evolving beings um, and evolving toward our spiritual evolution for our highest good and also um, I've really begun to realize what I hope to impart to you is how important it is um, for us to view our existences in a certain light and I always view mine now through the lens of learning what it is uh, that I am meant to learn from not only my physical 3D life, um, but, but from my out-of-body adventures and excursions. I'm hearing the word excursions. Um, so we're, we are constantly learning. And if you can view your even your human life in this way, um, that it's there for your learning, for your development, you will be able to shift out of so many lower vibrational moods and have less emotional turmoil. You will become a little more rational and astute and analytical, and that will really free and liberate you from a lot of the stress and anxiety and drama that we create ourselves uh, about our day-to-day -day lives. And when you liberate yourself and transcend uh, from that, you will become emotionally uh, stronger. Your energetic body, your aura and your chakras will be more vital and, uh, and, um, and strong, and that will correlate to better physical health as well. So there are so many reasons um, to have this way of thinking, of viewing your life um, through the lens of learning what are you meant to spiritually evolve and develop, what traits. And that has uh, allowed me so much uh, peace and so much removal of 
emotional distress that has added quality to my life and worth more than any amount of money uh, that has so much value to me. So I hope in sharing my uh, out-of-body experiences that I slowly or perhaps even suddenly, or perhaps some of you already know this, but it is good to hear it again, reiterate it, perhaps from a little different perspective um, about the nature of our divine essence and our true essence of what it is that we're really doing here uh, on the earth and also on, on many other levels of existence. Please feel free to leave your comments on this uh, episode. I would love to hear them. And, feel, and please, I recommend that you download and uh, replay some of the earlier episodes. You can download these for free 24-7. There's some great free meditations and um, uh, metaphysical sharings on how to connect to your intuitions, spiritual awakening, etc. Um, that I, I share from my perspective that I think that you will find very helpful and illuminating. So please feel free to take advantage of that free of that resource and also to visit my website, soulevolutioncenter.com, and where I have a free library of information as well. Uh, many blessings to you. And I hope to connect with you again in the near future. Namaste.